Welcome to Off the Beaten Path, but not lost. With Tony, Kristen, Kylie, and Lexi. Join us on this RV full-time living journey. Across the beautiful United States. Where the fellas. Yay, episode 16. Woo, we're far. Yeah. <laughs> She's just as surprised <laughs> as we are that we've done this many. We've made it this far. <laughs> I don't know how many days we've done, but 16. Mm-hmm. 16 well, weeks. Because we do one a week. Plus some. Make sure you follow us on the Fayolas on Instagram or Facebook. And if you like to listen to your podcast on YouTube, we actually have all of our podcasts on our YouTube channel. So you can also follow us there if you'd like. We also have some videos every once in a while, and Tony can have time to edit them. <laughs> but not when he has to teach us, though. <laughs> you can also find the show notes for this episode at thefaolas.com slash 16. Big, beautiful 16. <laughs> In today's podcast, we're going to talk about our last two days. We thought it was going to be one, but it ended up being two days in the Tetons. We thought we were done with the Tetons, but they sucked us back in. Yep. <laughs> and our drive to South Dakota and some fun, interesting things that happened on the way. So after our podcast, we ended up going to look for more animals. And that day, we got really lucky. We ended up seeing a family of moose. No, not that night. That was oh. the next day. But we did see that, too. We saw a bull, a calf, and a cow. Which is amazing. All together, yes. That was super cool. Even though they went out, like, one at a time, pretty yeah, much. Like yeah, we walking. saw them one at a time. <laughs> Well, towards the end, we saw all of them together. Yeah. It's just the bull was kind of like hanging out by himself. Or, or I wanted to see a family of moose. The mom on the right side and the dad on the left side and the baby in the middle. That'd be amazing. <laughs> <laughs> right in front of our so car. So now we're not, we're not being picky enough to say we want moose or bear now we're telling you the order in which we want them to stand so we can get a good photo <laughs> we need you to pose that'd be great <laughs> but the day before the family the day that we were going to go out after the podcast what did we see you guys remember you saw how many bears <laughs> i think just two right well there's one we on the saw tree. the one eating the bigger one that was eating from the tree. Then we saw the baby that was in the tree, and then he got down and was, like, swimming across the water. Oh, that was the same bear? That was two different bears. So we saw two. Do we see any other ones? Did, no. did we not count those on our count? Not in the podcast, because in that okay. one we had only seen three bears. So okay. since then we've seen ten bears. Yeah. And we Just saw in the Tetons. Mm -hmm. And we saw a mom and a baby moose. Yes. Yeah. We saw a mom and a oh. baby. We saw actually we saw um one, two, three moose that yeah. day. Yeah, because yeah, one was like far away in that field. That was on like on the hill. Yep, then there was one in the river and then there was like, but there we, was a bull in the other part of the water. But we didn't road. actually see the calf the day before. So we saw three cows, Tony. So what bull are you talking about? Remember we drove in and there was Wasn't a... Wasn't that a different day? I thought that was the same day. I don't know. Either way, we've seen total in the Tetons, we saw nine moose and ten, ten bear. bear. That's cool. Yeah, seen a lot Tetons of did well. Mm -hmm. Plus a uh, plethora of other Bison, animals. Bison, elk, deer, pronghorn. Yeah. Bird dogs. So we saw almost all of the animals on that moose road. We did see the family later on. What road was that? The main That highway? is... Um, 80. 89. Oh, 89. <laughs> I just threw out a number. 
In the same night that we saw the Moose family on that road, we saw... A bald eagle. A bald eagle. Just chilling out in the tree. Yep. It was kind of like a dot, but it was <laughs> two dots with a white dot on top of the brown dot. <laughs> Apparently, I saw it a little better than you did. Yeah, I saw the whole eagle. Me too. So I approve of the Teton Mountains. <laughs> if yes. you're in the area, definitely make a trip. We will be coming back there every time we're in that area. Yeah, that, that whole area <laughs> was awesome. After leaving the Tetons, we drove east. east. I had to. Think so, I had to do the never eat. Sorry, mm-hmm. wait. <laughs> we drove east, almost straight, right? I think we drove for about four or five hours that day to Casper. And we made it to our uh, Walmart resort yeah. for the night. <laughs> we stayed at a Walmart and a rest area on the way here. And both stays were pretty nice. Was no the, big deal. Was the rest area where the playground was? Yeah. Yep. That one was called um, Mule Creek Junction. It's like just west of the South Dakota border. So there was our, a really cool playground there. That was a really good place to stay. It was a nice yes. rest area. Except for... I think we picked up some friends somehow because since that spot, we've killed, I don't know, 45 big, huge brown moths. Hopefully we're not releasing an invasive species in South Dakota (laughs) (laughs) because we've let a few out of the windows. Maybe we should put this in the... Maybe you should remove that just in case yeah. <laughs> they have a moth <laughs> species. It's half dollar size and it's brown. With a little bit of gray. On the way to the Black Hills, our automatic stair stopped working. Again. <laughs> yes, for the second time. The first time... We had to get a new motor. It was actually acting funny, right? Like it was making noise. Yeah, the stairs actually, they were like grinding. They'd still kind of go in and out. Um, but I think by the it was like right when we were actually going full time. And we were going to make the trek from Michigan to Texas. And I actually had to use like a motorcycle strap to just <laughs> tie them up just so they wouldn't do anything. I unhooked it. I think you had the, you bought the motor and then had it sent to Texas or something. Yeah. Yeah, we had to get a new motor for that. And then the second time they broke, you bought a new motor and it's coming, but you did get them to work. Yeah, yeah that one, I, I was just kind of under there and messing around with everything. I was going to unhook, take the pin out that holds them to the motor so that once you take that pin out, the stairs will actually fold in and out manually. Um, and I was having trouble getting that out because everything was so tight down there. So after about a half hour of tinkering with it, um, trying to knock the pin out. You used the best strategy. Yeah. I got a hammer and I just hit it a few times and it started working. (laughs) I was outside and he's working at it. Hand me this, hand me that. I'm handing him stuff. And then he just starts hammering away and I'm like oh boy (laughs) my patience had worn thin so yeah voila they're fixed we're we still have the motor coming are we gonna keep it yeah I'll keep it just in case because I'm sure it's gonna go wrong yeah I I figure if it's I don't know I don't I don't know what's going on with it but I figured if it did it once I better be prepared for it to happen you know sometime soon because right now we don't it doesn't really matter because we're not moving a lot right in the second. We're not moving for like a week or so. So the stairs will just be out. Mm-hmm. I did want to take this chance though. So we might want to think about it. Of I would like to get those sturdy steps. But I just don't know if they're possible with a class A. Yeah. It'd be different. The, the whole problem you're going to run into that. You know ver, our class A versus even a class C. Where you have the other doors you can get in and out of. Because with those... Um, those really heavy-duty steps that you see, mm-hmm. you open it from the outside. So we Even have the no other ones, way though, to They get have out. one with, like, two steps. Can you just, like, drop it out? I don't know. You'd have to have, like, a rope or something and, you know, unfold it. 
What else has gone wrong? We've had so many things go wrong. We have a list. <laughs> so let's hear it. We've had some easy ones. Um, our ice maker quit working. Actually, part of it, one of the housing is plastic or something. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it froze or something when we were in Michigan. But remember, we I turned the ice maker on, and I think I went to work. And you text or called me and said, our kitchen is flooded. Yeah, with And it water. was coming from underneath the refrigerator so we turned that thing off i told you where the mm-hmm. the uh, valve was turned it off and then uh i think i had to pull the fridge out and, and then we, we figured it out we figured had to find out. the part yeah ordered the part on which, amazon yeah. of all places <laughs> they have everything yeah so we got that fixed mm-hmm. that was fairly easy other than pulling the fridge out it's a residential fridge and it's just kind of a pain to pull out of there but um Another easy one was I was missing a bolt in the rear sway bar, which after I looked it up is a common problem on these Fleetwoods on this chassis. It's a Ford F53 chassis. And uh, apparently Ford forgot to torque one of the bolts on pretty much all of these. (laughs) And the bolt falls out and the sway bar, which is huge, um, it bends the bracket that holds it in place. So I was under there. I was actually doing other work to the suspension. We upgraded the suspension to Sumo Springs, and I found that. So I had to order that part right from Ford. I think I got the bolt at Menards. It's like a hardened flange bolt. So it's a good idea to keep an eye on bolts underneath, you know, check them out once in a while. I mean, just the other day you saw there was a missing bolt in one of our Sumo Springs, right? Sumo Springs. So that had just fallen out on its own. Yeah, and there's a lot of tension on all that stuff. So so it's a good idea to just check them out every once in a while. Yeah. And make sure that you gotta remember your sway bar is not hanging down. Almost any RV out there is not designed for full-time use. You know, it's 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 made for, like, the weekend warrior, you know. But the bolts underneath are not because we're living in it. <laughs> no, that's because Ford forgot to torque it. They forgot to tighten that bolt up on all their... F fifty threes because it's a common. Did you forget problem. to do it on the sumo spring one? No, I don't know what happened there. <laughs> My point is, driving the RVs, I think, over bumps and whatever things just loosen up. So it's a good idea to keep an eye on those things. And we don't go from RV park to RV park. You know, from concrete pad to concrete pad, we go off roading. Off road, <laughs> we do some you know some pretty sketchy stuff with this. So. It's also a good idea to keep an eye on your tires, look on the inside and the outside while you're down there looking for bolts, (laughs) missing bolts. But I got the sway bar fixed, ordered the part from Ford, got a bolt to replace the one that was missing. You fixed a couple toilets. We've had some toilet trouble. Uh, We also had a... um, Well... Okay, so... You fixed both toilets, right? Yeah. Yeah, okay. So we have a, a half bath and a full bath. In the half bath, it has your, I'd say, typical RV toilet, like gravity toilet. The first problem that we had with it was the water valve cracked and broke, which is common with that part. It's a, uh, what is it, Dometic. Um, so we ordered the valve, fixed that. And then a while later, something happened with oh, the flusher. Oh, yeah, we've had two toilets in there, haven't we? Three. Well, this is the second toilet. Oh, the first valve problem, you were able to just fix it. Yeah, that was just a small, like, everything's plastic on these things, Mm -hmm. so they crack and break and, you know, whatever. Where did you buy that part, Amazon? I bought that, um, I think I did buy that part from Amazon. So when you search things on Amazon for parts, do you just search, like, you take the part off? Most of the, the, you know, the toilets and that kind of thing, they all have part numbers on them, so that's... You just search the part number and they come up. Yep. Sometimes you got to do a little, you know, digging on the stuff, but, um, so the water valve broke in it, replaced that. And then a while later, the, like the flusher, like the ball style flusher with the foot pedal, um, somehow something internally broke. So you could push the pedal down and it would run water, but it wouldn't actually move the, Mm -hmm. the valve to flush it. Which had... Been an interesting thing because there was stuff in it. 
Yeah, I don't think there's anything bad, but <laughs> still, it's gross enough for me. <laughs> Maybe I blocked it out. I don't know, but <laughs> that's all Tony's job when those things happen. <laughs> so I researched on that. There is no, there were no parts available to fix it. So we actually had to buy, buy a whole new toilet. But we had actually had, because we had trouble with General RV <laughs> from all the stuff that they were supposed to fix and didn't fix, they actually gave us like a $150 gift card or something to say they were sorry. So I basically just, you know, used that. I think the toilet was like 170 bucks or something <laughs> like that. So so that uh, half bath, that normal toilet fit was fixed. And then the, our toilet broke. And, yeah, and the main bathroom, that's a vacuum flush toilet. So that one's like a way more complex system. Um, we've had when it was when the RV was new, we had leaks with that one. We finally got that fixed. Which they did that. Yep. That was when we were still under warranty. So. Yep. Then we had um, seal problems where it wouldn't seal. It wouldn't. Uh, the seal was cracked or you know bent or something. So. And it, you're talking about the seal inside the toilet. So yeah. the vacuum flush needs pressure. It needs to build up pressure. It needs pressure. vacuum. Mm-hmm. And so you're talking about the rubber seal? Yep, there's a rubber seal that stays on the valve that builds, allows it to build vacuum in the system. So that seal was bad. I've replaced that. Multiple times now. I think twice now. Mm-hmm. And then we've had a... Oh, boy. Yeah, we've had a bad one. We had a... <laughs> We had an issue where we we had a smell all of a sudden. Anytime we'd flush that toilet, we'd have a smell. And couldn't figure anything out up above. The um, I opened up the uh, the area where the pump itself is. Couldn't find anything there. You tell me over and over, Kristen, it's because you have the fan on when you flush the toilet. And I'm like, I mean, sometimes I mean, that's the case. Not the but I know this time the- was <laughs> not the case. So after a little digging around and investigating, I found a drip. <laughs> so not a good one. So what was that? The so that was where the vacuum. Fl- what's that called? That part. Well, there's a vacuum pump that go that's in between the vacuum flush toilet and the black tank. So the hose that goes from the vacuum pump to the black tank that actually pushes the stuff into the black tank because like a mass rater pump um somehow had become dislodged from its home in the black tank so instead of instead of uh (laughs) dropping its goods inside of the tank it was just spraying it out everywhere Yeah. yeah so bad so yeah so we had to cut a hole in our floor. Yeah, inside. the only way to get to that without, like, I don't know, spending a week disassembling our entire RV underneath. I took some measurements and... <laughs> you got right on it. So. I cut a hole in our bedroom floor, which luckily is, like, right, kind of, like, right under our bed. So... It's, and the good news is it's through the the floor that I want yeah, to replace like vinyl, anyways. We have vinyl tile in here and we have replacements. That ca- our RV came with that. So But I'm going to replace it with something Yeah, else. well <laughs> that you don't want to do, but now you have to cuz you ruined my yeah, floor. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it was I cut a hole, you know, like a I don't know what was that, like a 6 by 6 hole. I mean, not even that big, and it was right on the money. It was mm-hmm. right there. So just stuck it back I did in there. Some, I did some cleaning <laughs> under there. I flushed like our entire RV out with water underneath and cleaned all that stuff. And then I glued that sucker right back in the hole. So, And then our pump broke. The vacuum pump. Yes. Yeah, that was like, in the, yeah, like a year later, the vacuum pump itself sprung a leak. <laughs> so... Found that one. That was a that was way easier to fix. That's a common issue. It was just a rubber O ring that failed. So didn't you have to have a whole thing rebuilt? I did. I bought a new motor, uh, and then it came with some little duckbill valves that are inside there for the for the vacuum part. So I, it basically Do you remember got a, you bought that from? I don't, but I will link it. Yeah, because they were it was very like Aquastar nice. Aquastar or something. It's a, it's like a New England or East Coast company. 
And uh, the guy, on, I'm assuming, is one of the owners. I think his name was Jay. Super nice guy on the and phone. He knew the he problem knew, right away. Yeah, yeah. He, I talked to him. I was talking to him on the phone, and he told me he's familiar with that issue. He told me everything I needed, and then pretty much told me how to do it. Because, you know, it was, it's out of my wheelhouse, vacuum pumps. and. But it was easy. You did it. Yep, I did Not it. Not the prettiest of jobs, but. No, that one was fine. It just took a lot of cleaning. There was a lot of buildup, like scale, like from just hard water and stuff on there too. Mm -hmm. So got that all fixed up. And I think that was the end of our toilet, toilet woes. <laughs> we had a water pump go bad. Yep. Six months after the vacuum pump. We had a, the water pump just quit, so, quit on me when I was in the shower and I thought we ran out of water because we were just at the end of a 14 day boondocking by Zion. Yeah. We were sitting at the gas station, taking our showers and then we were going to dump and fill up again. We did dump, we dumped, filled up, everybody showered and then I was going to just top off the water and dump one last time before we headed out because we were heading up towards Bryce and uh, you took your shower. Yeah, I was right at the end of my shower, and it was just like showering, water was spraying, <laughs> and then it was like done. I'm like, oh, man, we just ran out of water. So when you actually go out and you you filled up the water again, so our water was filled up, yep. and then there is like a switch outside that you can turn on so that it works in here. And so when you would come in, I was like, you need to turn the switch. Like I had soap all over my hands and I was like annoyed. It's like, you didn't yeah. turn the switch on. And you had this look on your face like, that's interesting. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I did. <laughs> yeah, because once I was, I was done with my shower, I just assumed that we just needed to fill up. So we pulled over and we did all that. We did what we needed to do. And we were getting ready to leave. And that's when you were like. I have soap on my so hands. Yeah. I got to wash my hands. <laughs> and I'm like, well, that's weird because. It quit spraying when I was in the shower, and now it's not working. So I went out and I messed around with it and couldn't get it, couldn't get anything out of it. Tested the power, the power and the switch and all that stuff was good. So then we sat and talked about what we were going to do, and you still wanted to go <laughs> boondocking, and you were just going to like fix the problem where we were at. Mm -hmm. I'm like, that can't happen. We have zero water. Like our pump's not working. <laughs> so we had to get a last minute campground so that we could hook up because when we hook up we assumed it would work just fine yeah which it did uh we got it i don't remember that campground do you remember that campground that was a nice campground i'm glad we actually stayed there i just don't remember where it is no that one wasn't that great remember that was a one night yeah and but we got there for the water and there was like a freeze uh, warning but the place so they told us that we couldn't have the hose hooked up that night so hold on, hold on. The place was a nice place. It was place. a nice place. It was yes. a nice place, yeah. Uh, but that is funny. So we. It wasn't a nice experience. I did tell him on the phone the whole reason why we're doing this yeah. is so that we could have water. Um, and then. We and it was like a $50 <laughs> RV park or something, wasn't yeah, it? It was. We're it was like, like, yeah, uh, well, whatever. We have to do it. So it was last minute. It was. <laughs> but th then. So we had to have the water off at night, which was fine because it was at nighttime. We left it on until we went to bed mm -hmm. and we unhooked the hose. So it, it was freezing, freeze. so it wasn't their fault either. But Yeah. Um, but And then they let us stay the next day long so yeah. you could actually drive. He yeah, this was in Utah. Um, and I had to order the part from a place that was like, I think it was Cedar City, Utah is where the part was. But it was... I don't know, 50 miles away over a mountain. Yeah. You didn't techni technically order it. You just went and picked it up, right? Well, yeah, I called around mm -hmm. and they held it for me and all Thank that. Thank goodness they had yeah. one. And Yeah, same exact replacement to what we already had. And I was like, should we get two? Yeah. <laughs> like, I want to have, like, a stair motor, a water pump, like a drawer full of pumps and motors. Yep. <laughs> But you went and got that, and then that was a pretty easy fix. The problem was it was just kind of hard to get to, right? Yeah, they just kind of tucked it away, and it's not super accessible, but I was able to do it. And then you put it in a better spot when you put it back in, right? Yeah, I put it to make it a little bit easier to get to next time. Next time it happens. <laughs> See, these are all things. When these things go wrong with your RV, you know how to fix it the next time. Where if you just take it in somewhere, then you never know, and you just have to pay for it every time. Teach a man yeah, and, to fish and, or something. Yes. Some of these things are were so 
simple, even just to learn how to do and then do it, that, man, you know, RV techs, the dealership and stuff, they charge 150 bucks an hour on average, I would assume. So for them to, you know, it probably took me, I think I had that water pump switched out in 20 minutes. And they would have charged at least an hour. Yeah, that's usually an hour minimum. Oh, we've had a window. Oh, yeah. A window go bad. They're double pane windows, um, but they're like a vent style. Or, so they they have a knob and you turn the knob and it, the bottom comes out, moves out. But these, the way these double pane windows are, they're glued together. So the problem with this, the window in the top of the, the window in the top bunk, one of them started to delaminate. The outer pane separated from the inner pane. And when we were driving down the road, I think it was in Michigan, the UP or something. It just fell out. We're in the middle of nowhere. It just fell out. And what's crazy is we didn't even know. Like, we pulled over somewhere and we were taking the dogs out and you came back and you're like, uh, we have no window. There's a window missing from our (laughs) RV. And I like panicked because the girls bunks, they have so many toys and everything. And sure enough, I went up to her bed, the window is out and like the baby doll's like hanging out the window, (laughs) like holding on, (laughs) holding on for dear life. Um, so I saved it, got all the toys in. Uh, and then we put Luckily I had (laughs) piece of plywood <laughs> stuck a plywood in there because we had yeah. to order it yeah and we weren't going to be somewhere for a little bit so we had to like wait to have the window ship there so we were without a window for a couple weeks i think we were without a window for a month yeah because we had to have the window because it fell out in michigan and we were i ended up getting it changed i ended up getting uh, changing the window out in south dakota and i think that was almost a month later yeah, so that is one of the bad things about things that go wrong on your RV. And you have to order stuff. Yeah, and if you're moving around and you're not at the same spot, you know, you have to go without. Luckily, it was not nice weather, so yeah. we didn't have to worry about anything. Yeah, luckily that piece of ply would fit perfectly from know, the inside. I did, too. <laughs> <laughs> it did, too. Um, but, yeah, then we looked back on our cameras that are, oh, yeah, are on the RV, yeah. and... uh. Yeah, we were just driving down the road, and it just kind of started flapping. Maybe there was, like, some sort of crosswind or something, and it started flapping and just flew out. Yeah, you could see it right on our cameras. It was crazy. Yep. So we got a replacement, replaced it, and... Now it's delaminating again, and they've replaced, they're replacing this one for free because we bought the first one. Did we? Yes. Yeah, we did. Yes, we bought the first one. And then the same thing happened again. Yeah. So they and are we, replacing it. We ordered that. That one took a while to, to actually be shipped out. And we had to have it shipped back to Michigan where we're headed now. So so check your windows. If you have double pane windows and yeah. they open from the bottom and there's no like seal around there. Like it just kind of. Yeah, I think these are called like a frameless window or something yeah, like that. So there's no frame is what I'm yeah. looking for. Um, just make sure that they're not like splitting. We did notice that it was splitting. Yeah. When I, fir- the first time I noticed it all together, I was like, man, the window looks like her window seems like it's always cracked open. So I'd go in and I would tighten it, you know, I'd go to close it and it was already tight as it would go. So then I figured out, you know, temporarily I put a little tape and stuff and glue on it to hold it together, but that's obviously didn't hold up. So our other broken window is actually the window in my room next to my bed. And it's and the inner pane that one broke. goes up and down. It's like a it's slider. Not, yeah, it's a slider. And just one day from moving, we went in there to get in bed and I was like, uh, my window's broke. <laughs> yep. The outer pane is fine, but the inner one is spider webbed. And it doesn't look like there's any point of impact or anything. There's no hole in it. It just cracked somehow. So who knows? And we haven't even worried about getting well, that one. Well, I went to order that one, and it was back ordered. Mm-hmm. And they do; they will allow you to get it now, I think. Yeah. But it's like a month. Yeah. Or something. They said you have to have like a month. Yeah. Because so they we, had to make it. They said it's available to order. They had to make it, and they're not sure. Like it was, they gave me some like crazy window of when they would ship it out. I'm like, well, I'm never anywhere <laughs> for a month, you know. So. We should have had that one sent to Michigan too, probably. 
Yeah. Because now we're going <laughs> to, now it'll fall out completely. Yeah. <laughs> we'll have to, <laughs> but we'll be in Florida for a while. We can figure it out there. Yeah. That's what I figured. There's a, actually an RV window place there that I want to check out anyways. And I think the, this is the last repair, but our slide covers, which is probably something that will happen on every trailer and every RV that has slide covers. Yeah. Um, every single one of them are ripping though. Yeah, we've we we have our living room slide is just torn at each end. Um, our bedroom slide ripped completely off. off. <laughs> yeah, completely off of the RV side. So I had to just roll it up and. But it's st- the roller is still there. Yep, the roller is still there, and then the bunk slide. That one was damaged. That was a whole. That's a whole other story. <laughs> we got hit by a railroad crossing gate mm-hmm. it came down hurt our roof and tore up the slide with slide cover which i didn't know at the time so the roof was fixed but the slide cover never was i mean it kind of was you fixed it it like it was there and it was fixed and I, yeah i just i basically just replaced a screw it looked like it pulled a screw out so i put another screw in it mm-hmm. and it held for a while then but- we went to that wyoming horse thing yeah, we went up on <laughs> White like Mountain, Wyoming. 900 miles per hour wind. Yeah, ripped it right off. <laughs> the whole thing, the yeah. roller and everything. While you were driving down the street, yeah. I, was, I was behind you and I'm like, uh. <laughs> like, there's a piece of our RV that just flew off. <laughs> a big piece. <laughs> so those are being sent to Michigan. Yep. We have new. Yeah, we're just replacing the two bad slide cover material with like extra strong stuff supposedly supposedly and then the we need a whole new assembly for the bunkhouse slide have you ordered that yet nah <laughs> we are going to I michigan wonder, no next was, week <laughs> yeah well i was looking up stuff online and it's just there's so many different little part numbers and stuff that they don't just sell you, you just the, gave up they just they don't just sell you the uh the assembly yeah it's not just one package you have to order every piece by itself and I just don't know all the pieces, so. So we're just giving up no, on I'm, it? No, <laughs> I'm going to go to a, a dealership and have them order it. Okay. Can we do that quickly? <laughs> we're there next week. <laughs> Unless you don't have it going there. Yeah, I think that's it. Is that it? No, I mean, there's other little stuff here and there. Oh, the vents. Vents break, trim pieces fall off. Oh, my goodness, the trim. Yeah. Like, the trim. Can you put <laughs> anything cheaper in these RVs? Let me tell you. It just it's kind of amazing to me um how much these RVs cost and then the amount of crap they put in them. The amount the the lack of quality, eff- like effort, the lack of quality. I mean, just to show the shy. lack of workmanship. If you build these RVs, I'm sorry, but So, no, no, you're not sorry. Let me tell you. Let me tell you a couple stories. Tony takes out the RV to put our solar behind there. So he pulled off the, like, wall inside there, you know, to move the cords and hide the cords or whatever. There's a roll of duct tape just in the wall. Like a whole roll of duct tape just shoved in the wall. Yep. We found garbage. Like, they took, like, the wrapping paper off the wire, the roll of wire, and they just, they just shoved, the, shoved the wrapping paper or whatever right inside them. Yeah. <laughs> the casing, yeah, they just drop that. They, if they cut wires, they just drop them. Zip ties are just all over. And this is all stuff that I found, like, under the cabinets, under the fridge, mm-hmm. in little cubbies that are, Like, in know, the walls yeah, or something, they, yeah, not out in the open. Everything that's covered up eventually. Not to mention, like, I've there's a heater duct that is in our kitchen that is basically blocked. <laughs> I don't know how they did it. What? Yeah, it's it's one of the um, one of the ducts that go. I don't know which vent it goes to, but instead of being a straight line, it's a tube. It's basically like a coiled tube that's mm-hmm. you know like not rigid. Uh, instead of being a straight line to the duct, it comes out of the furnace, goes under a board for the cabinet <laughs> and makes an immediate, I don't know, 90 degree <laughs> angle that completely cuts it off. To so go you haven't to, fixed it yet? There's nothing really I can do unless I cut the board. Yeah. I, I, it still has some airflow. It's not like completely pinched, but 
It's not major because it gets hot in here. Yeah. So yeah. it must not be. But the first time I saw that, I'm bad. like, come on, man. I know. That's that's the thing. It's like duct tape in the wall, garbage in the wall. I mean, screws. Come, there's screws, all kinds extra of screws. Just random screws everywhere inside here. Mm-hmm. Actually, when the day we picked it up, they had to take it back because they had a random screw stuck in the slide roller that gouges <laughs> the floor. The first time we put the slide out, it scraped up our floor. They had to have it back. <laughs> oh, we've we... had the awning that has a carefree, oh, like yeah. an armless awning. The first time we ever put that out in our driveway, the day we picked up the RV, the awning went out and fell to the <laughs> ground. <laughs> like, and I remember looking at it. I don't know if we were both saying, like, wait, is it supposed to do that? <laughs> you did that. I knew it broke. I was sitting inside the RV and I was looking out. And you were outside. <laughs> your face, I still remember your facial expression. <laughs> oh, boy. It was a little confusion, a little... I could see the screws break, or the the thing broke, so I knew it broke, but you from the outside were like, I was like, Tony! <laughs> but little did we know, we were so... We were some complete RV newbies. We had no idea that these things break so easily. Yeah, we have never had problems with it again, though. So there no. was something wrong with it. Yeah, that was that was interesting. Yeah, the warranty that you get with it, which is we like had a, six yeah. months. <laughs> I think it was a year. No, it wasn't a year. It was six months. So we had like a six-month warranty, and we had it in there <laughs> the entire six months, yeah. I think. yeah. And luckily, when we still we still lived in Michigan and we still had our house, they, now it we didn't use, we couldn't use it in the winter, so that wasn't that big of a deal that they had it. But then I'll, we got it back and nothing was fixed. Yeah, well, <laughs> yeah, properly. I don't think any of it was fixed. Yeah. Actually, it was kind of like they did the walkthrough and showed us, and I'm like, oh, you didn't do this, you didn't do this. Yeah. Oh, the toilet's fixed. Okay, that's good. So we made a new appointment to fix all the other things. And then I don't know if we left or if we just stayed in the, the parking lot. But the first time we used the toilet, it leaked. I'm yeah. like, oh, toilet's not fixed either. If you're familiar. <laughs> Literally nothing is fixed. Yeah. If <laughs> you've had it for like five months. If you've ever had an RV that you've taken to a dealership to have them fixed, you meet up with a service rider and then they do a walkthrough with you to so you can show them. And they do their write-up, but as they go through, they put tape on stuff that needs to be looked at. And I remember they, they went through and they used like a half a roll of tape when, they, when we walked through. And I think when oh, we picked boy. it up, all they did was walk through and just take all the tape off. So Fleetwood, if you're listening, yeah. <laughs> you guys need to... Um... Nah, I don't think it's just Fleetwood nowadays, but... No, you need to do some... What is that? Quality control. Quality control. And the next time we get any repairs done, we're coming right to your place since you have that nice yeah. little setup. And I've heard really, really good things about like the factory. Like I think it's the Rev Group Fleetwood um, Repair Center or something. So while it's your fault, Fleetwood, that I found duct tape in my wall, it's not your fault that every repair that I had requested fixed yeah. <laughs> didn't get fixed. Yeah, that's all on the, deal the dealership. Yeah, so we will be going directly to uh, Fleetwood for now on. For those kind of repairs. But all the little things we talked about are definitely repairs that you can fix yourself with a little bit of YouTube. And I mean, since then, we've also done a lot of upgrades that you've done. You've done a bidet. Yeah, added a bidet. That was interesting. Yeah, that's a whole nother podcast. <laughs> <laughs> um, there's the water system that we talked about on a different podcast that yep. you put in. You did our solar. You did our batteries. Um, so you've done a lot of upgrades, mm -hmm. the, the sumo springs, you've done those. Yep. Uh, but as far as the repairs go, uh, there's been a lot, there's been quite a few. I mean, that whole list and I, I, I've, and you've done a great job, saved us hundred thousands of dollars. I'm sure it has been. Mm -hmm. I, I have to like give myself a little bit of credit because I'm pretty sure you would take it to the dealership to have them fix it. So I'm just like a little bit of a. I don't know you what that's called. You inspire me. I we'll inspire just say, We'll call it inspiration. Listen to that. <laughs> you support me in telling me that 
you can do it, babe. <laughs> yeah, that I can do it or better do it or something like that. <laughs> yeah. Well, just think the solar alone was a, probably a couple thousand that you saved us. Well, we got a quote in Quartzite for, I don't know, $3,400 or something just for the solar and installation. 3004 That's a whole yeah. AR-15 or something yeah. you should have got out of it. So you're just not good at. I still have one of those in the bank, by the way. <laughs> well, you could have had two. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Anything else that we want to talk about? I don't think so. Let me think of anything else that has broken, other than like little things like our LED lights. Some of them flicker, and and when there's an easy fix for that, I just haven't bought them. They're kind of expensive for the better replacements. Wait, what? There is a replacement? Yeah. Buy them. <laughs> I think they're like. They're like 20 bucks a piece. Remember just a few? Oh, no, I didn't think you actually found some that fit. Yeah, a few months ago, we, I think we were in Arizona, and I was telling you, I showed you them, and we were going, we counted all the little puck lights that we have, and it would have been like 1000 or $1,200 to replace <laughs> them all. Well, I think we could start replacing them. One, can you get white instead yeah. of yellow? Yeah. <laughs> I would love that. Yeah. Like, I think we should start replacing those. The lights are super annoying. They flicker. Yeah. And, and they've just always some done of that. Do. We actually told that was a repair that never got fixed. Yep. <laughs> yeah, there's just some little nickel and dime things. Our our dash AC went out, and that was like oh, loose yeah. wires under the dash. That was and actually burning. Yeah. Remember? Well, they were like melting. Yeah, that could have been a fire. It, but, and that had, there was, there was like an on and off problem. It was for like the blower motor for the heater and AC. For the dashboard, like when we're driving, and um, I think the the reason I found that was because ah <laughs> uh, yes, in Florida, I think we were getting ready to leave to go to I don't know if it was like a thousand trails or whatever. Um, our jacks wouldn't work. Oh yes, they were sparking too. No, that was a whole different issue. <laughs> we were at a campground in Michigan, and we pulled in in the dark and put the jacks down, and our neighbor came over and said. Hey, your RV keeps sparking. <laughs> so that was a whole other thing. That was like a loose ground or something. But anyone listening, to this was like, yeah, never. We're not RVing anymore. <laughs> yeah, and everybody always says like, if you're gonna buy an RV, don't buy it new because you have problems. Let somebody else work the bugs <laughs> out and then buy it from them. Whoever buys this RV is gonna be yeah. Sad. So, anyways, you were down there. That's actually some repairs we should add. Uh, you were down there fixing the jacks. Yeah, I was just, I was actually just, I took the control panel with all the buttons and stuff out of the dash for the jacks. And I was just kind of going through everything and I started following wires and I was like crawling under the dash. A what? Wasn't it the leveler? Or no? It ended up being just the plug because it's, I had done a little work out there and the plug came loose. But when I was under the dash looking at all the wires for the mm -hmm. control panel, I found there's a little bus bar under there, and all the little nuts that held all the little wires on there were loose. And of course they were. Yeah, so I started messing with that, and I tightened them all up. And just like that, the, the um, AC fan worked again. But it was melting. So that could have been a fire. That's, like, serious that you just happen to find, which is good. And what's crazy is the fix for that, for the jacks not working, was the leveler was just unplugged outside. Yep. So if if you would have been like an actual repair person, yep. you would have went right to the problem and wouldn't even have caught that. So yep. <laughs> just and trying to that, figure out what it was, you found something different. Those loose wires under the dash, turns out, is another fairly common problem with these RVs because a couple of Fleetwood groups that I'm on on Facebook people have complained about the same issue that I had and I was able to point them, you know, told them to look at that bus bar and sure enough, that was the problem. Oh, that's that was cool. their problem. I yeah. didn't know that. That's so. cool. I do remember one time we took them in. We, one of the issues we brought it in for was our, um, our kitchen lights, living room lights. Um, when you opened and closed the door, they would do like, they would like flicker, like a major flicker. We couldn't figure it out, but it was because they're dimmable lights, and we didn't know it. Yeah. The lights had been dimmed, like, one step, so they still looked like they were bright, 
<laughs> compared to the, you know, they were the same brightness as the other lights. <laughs> so every time that automatic light came on, I don't when you think we. T- I don't think we, they told us that. I think you figured it out. No, because they they moved around the sensor on the door to try to fix it, and like we can't figure it out. And then we hit the dimmer one day, and it was fixed. Oh, they said they couldn't figure it yeah. out. Yeah. Yes, yes. I was just going to say, I thought you figured out that we had to. Yeah, we didn't even know we had dimmable lights through our entire house. Yeah. <laughs> but that was kind of cool. Like, we have them in our bedroom and out here. Yeah. Yeah, I was just going to say, I didn't think they figured it out. I no, thought you did. They tried, though. That, yeah, they, they moved the little sensor around. Yeah. They're like, we don't know. <laughs> that just, was one of the things that was supposed to be fixed. Yeah. That was not. But that wasn't Turns out all their fault. Just, <laughs> just hold the button down. But yeah, uh, yeah, there's just little stuff here and there. So when something goes wrong in your RV, don't freak out and call the 1-800 number. Try to figure it out. Google it. Look on some forums. There's some great Facebook forums. I'm sure there's one for the type of RV or yeah, trailer you have. For sure. There's all kinds of Facebook groups for pretty much every make and model out there. And they have a lot of information. Yeah. I, I've seen many things. I mean, some of them are really stupid questions, yeah. but some of them are legit questions. And a lot of times yeah, they like, might be Yeah, like why is stu- my light flickering when I open and close the door? <laughs> yeah, some of them might be stupid now that you've already figured it out. <laughs> <laughs> but you had that question once too. Yep. <laughs> so, uh, uh, but anyways, a lot of things go wrong in these RVs, especially when you're driving them off-road yeah. <laughs> like we do or in the boondocking spots and it makes sense why it would i mean it makes sense why there's screws falling out mm-hmm. it's like non-stop vibration in this place so today we have a can't miss in this segment we tell you about something you can't miss We know when you're traveling, you can't see and do everything. So we wanted to share some of those things that you just can't miss if you are in the area. So what can't we miss? Nebraska State Capitol. Yes. It's my favorite. Mine too. Mine too. And we've been to probably four so far. I think we've done four or five. I don't remember. So far, the Nebraska State Capitol building... In, does anyone remember where it's at? In Lincoln, Nebraska. Good job, Kylie. Just some fun facts. The state capitol building was completed in 1932, and it has a 400-foot-tall limestone tower with a dome on it. And a statue of Lincoln in the front. Well, yeah, it does have a statue of Lincoln in the front. But Nebraska is actually, doesn't, it's different than any other state. In the country. Does anyone remember why? Not you, Tony. I was going to say, because it has a president statue in the front. (laughs) No, they all do. (laughs) It doesn't have a House of Representatives. It doesn't have a House and Senate separate. Mm -hmm. So they're together? Yep. It's called the unicameral legislature. Unicameral. So they're all together. That's cool. And it's just a Senate, right? Yeah. So they don't have a house, like yep. the house side. And when they built the building, they and actually built a house and a Senate. So they don't use one side at all. Just sits there. They said they use thing, use it for things like when the governor comes to speak and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, special occasions. Mm-hmm. So they still use it? For like rare things. Not the main stuff. But the inside of the building is amazing. Yes. The thing we like about it is that there was so much thought put into it. Yeah. Some of the Capitol buildings that we've been to are just very simple and... Just plain. Plain. I mean, they have some really cool things. They use marble from here or there or whatever, but... And different color of marble comes from a different country. Yes. And I think it was our last one. There's like... Books hooked to the like to the walls that we could like flip through. Yeah. What? Just like information. Oh, information. So they do. Some of them are really cool, and they put a little bit of thought like into what they put into them. But the Nebraska one is pretty big deal. There's multiple floors, and each floor it has a different theme. So there's law, nature, and society. 
Yeah. And, and they kind of tell a little, it kind of shows a little bit of a story. And they're like mosaics. For example, like the main rotunda on the floor, it's gigantic, by the way. Um, it has all kinds of like Nebraska prehistoric animals and current animals and it has like and it has like a few trees in it too yeah it show it rep there's That's different the sections yeah. representing like the different elements it actually has a different like part of society and government like it it goes from like early to modern i think oh yes you're right that is true and at the very top they have pictures of like firefighters and stuff yep. like so it's very modern yeah they have like the protectors, the leaders. Yes, yep. it's really cool. So when you go into any Capitol building, unless it's COVID time and you're in a weird state, <laughs> you can get a guide yeah. to walk you around and explain anything. That is one that I highly recommend getting a guide. The one we had was a young kid. So cool. He did such a good job. He was so smart. Yeah, he's like a history major or something, wasn't yeah, he? Yeah, he was Working a history at the major. Capitol. I think he was still in college. Yep. But so, yeah, he was. He explained everything really good, and like he had us interested. Yes, and, the kids you know, were interested. I mean, it's not. I mean, we have young. I kids. liked. I liked the nature floor. Yeah. <laughs> we have young kids. It's not that interesting to walk through Capitol buildings for them, even though we do it everywhere. But this one was like visually uh, interesting too. You know, not not just the history, because actually in this one there's a lot of. Native American history and um, like pioneer history. And it was all connected to the state. Yeah. So I'm pretty sure if I remember right, all of the mosaics were things that was from that state. So yeah. they had like dinosaurs and it was dinosaurs that were found in that state. Yep. And it, and he said that his favorite was a horse. Mm -hmm. Like a prehistoric horse. Dad, what was it called? You just looked it up. Paleos something. Paleos, it's like a mini horse. Yeah. But it, it's, he talked about like its hooves being like separated. Yeah. Oh, yeah, he did. Look at you. A plus bonus points for school today for Kylie. <laughs> <laughs> also in there is the observation deck. After you go up to the very top, you can go out all the little doors to like a... It's like a maze almost. Yeah, <laughs> to like an outside section. Yeah, there's like a walkway that goes outside around the top of the building. Mm -hmm. And it's fenced and you can see out of the Capitol building, right? Mm -hmm. Outside of all the sides. We saw our RV from all the way up there. Yep. Yeah, we, had, we were driving through, so we parked the RV right in the street next to the Capitol. And it was a warm day, so we turned on the air for the dogs. And the dome is gorgeous. Yeah. All the artwork in there is, like, mm -hmm. awesome. They did a really good job on that Capitol building. Mm -hmm. Is it one of your favorites? It's and, my favorite Capitol building, for amazing. sure. And beautiful. And outside, what's the main attraction outside? Lincoln. Yep, there's a huge statue of Abraham Lincoln, and behind him on the wall is the Gettysburg Address. Is that the one, is that the Capitol building that has, like, the museum in the bottom? No. Are you sure? Yeah, that was... Um, Kansas? Must been. Topeka. Topeka, Kansas. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it is really fun to compare the Capitol buildings, and it's very educational for your children. I love looking at the chambers where they sit and look at their desk and... You can see where all the votes happen. Yeah. <laughs> I'm dorky. I watch, we, <laughs> I watch that stuff on the computer live. <laughs> well, a lot of them, like, um, you're able to go into the chamber. Like the, yeah, yep. You, you can know, watch the above. The Senate floor and go up the above. Lobby area. The balcony. Yep. We should actually try to do that sometime. Take the kids in. Oh, when it's in session? Yeah, we always go to these when they're not in session. Yeah. Usually the weekend or something. Actually, the last one we went to was in session, but they were in building they were in like uh hearing rooms they weren't in the actual senate or house <laughs> yeah i i mean when we first started when we kind of made the state capitol building a goal i wasn't super thrilled about it <laughs> but after we went, like 
we went to a couple before that. Like Texas was cool. Texas is huge. Mm-hmm. Their state capital is is it as big or is it bigger than the national capital um, building? I think it's taller. Yeah, I think it's taller than the. And that's that one's cool. And there's some that are you know. Yeah, what I like about that one is that it's it's either open late or it's open like 24 hours. It's like open all night. I know we made like a special, we were there at nighttime. Well, yeah, we were in Austin for dinner or something and uh, it was dark and we did walk around the outside. We walked like all the way up to the door practically. We just didn't try it. (laughs) Yep. And it was open because like the next day we, we made a special trip back into Austin to go to the Capitol building to go inside. Which I'm glad we did. We get to spend more time there. Yeah, and then we found out it was actually open the night before. So I don't know if they're open all night long or if it's... But I just thought that was really cool because most Capitol buildings do close. I think Nebraska is usually open like 9 to 5 or something. Yeah, so I thought that was cool that it was open so late. But yeah, for me, Nebraska is number one out of Mm -hmm. all the state Capitol buildings we've been to. Just for all the... Just the thought. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's like, not just pictures. Like some the architect just of pictures. that one was just really, really smart. Yep. The plan that went into that. And you don't expect to see the building like that. Like it's a huge square building. Yeah, actually, before we went in, I was like, mm. yeah, <laughs> this is not going to be my yeah, favorite. Yeah, because the outside, <laughs> it's kind of just like you know, like it's made out of limestone. Just from far away, it kind of looks like just a big cement tower. With a big square building around it. But it actually has like courtyards inside. It has the tower. has all the artwork. So I definitely, if we're back in Lincoln, I'll go back there. Mm-hmm. And I think that's a wrap for this week's podcast. Yeah. It's a wrap for 16. Mm-hmm. In our next episode, we're going to talk about South Dakota some more. We are here right now. And. Can't get enough of the Black Hills. And we made some new, we added some new things to the list that we haven't done yet. If you're interested in South Dakota, we have a podcast on it. It's one of our first ones. Which one was it? Do you know? (laughs) I don't have it in front of me. No. I'll link it in the show notes. We've done so many. (laughs) Yeah. If you scroll through the list, you'll see it. (laughs) It's like seven. I'm just guessing. (laughs) Um, But... We talk about the first couple times we were in in this area and all the things we did. But this time we've done two, well, one new thing at least. Um, but we've done our gypsy guide, which we've learned quite yeah. a bit. Yeah. So we'll talk fun. about that on the next episode. And I think that's it. Yeah. Check out the show notes, thefaolas.com slash 16. We'll and have all the links to like where we stayed and things that we visited. And all our repairs. Yeah. (laughs) You get to find all those for me. (laughs) Uh, We'll link everything that we've done in case you need those exact parts. I mean, maybe the water pump might be the same. (laughs) And I'll link link my phone number and uh, what I charge by the hour to fix your stuff. (laughs) He doesn't doesn't do that. No. Um, He'll consult with you on the phone. (laughs) No, um, you can definitely ask us questions in the show notes page if you do have questions and we can try to help you we definitely have asked a few questions our ourselves so we owe a few yeah we've had friends i've had friends Karmas, help. Yep. or what is it For, pay it forwards yeah <laughs> um but yeah that's it let's wrap this up it's movie night bye 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 see ya Wait! Bluebird! I'm in charge of the buns. Ava had her first dance class today. I have a dance class. Maybe Ava can teach you some moves when you go back. We can make Aiden or Aven, Aiden's or Ava's room dance You guys can probably, class. we'll probably catch a soccer game too. Mom yells at him. (laughs) (laughs) Always yells at him. I need the water. How about we get lemon juice and drink it before we do the podcast?
Because this is not American Idol. Yeah, I think we drove her. Let me do that again. Probably 100 of them. I was going to spell it. M-O-T-H. And we haven't, we don't know what kind of moth it is either. I was like, are they gonna, are they hatching in one hour or something? <laughs> are they laying eggs in our clothes? <laughs> I hope not. <laughs> well, our RV is quite old. It's four years old. That's <laughs> as old as Ava and Elsa. <laughs> Well, it is quite old. Everyone's patience is wearing thin <laughs> <laughs> lately. <laughs> You're going You're going the suspense was building. That took forever to work its way up. Like I felt it like all the way up my body. And so far, the Nebraska. The Tabasco State. So far, the Nebraska. I can't say that word. Should Nebraska. I say it? Yeah. Nebraska. Say it. <laughs> oh. <laughs> she I was like, laughing, and then I, she realized we were laughing at her. And she's like, oh. In my head, I was like, I'm supposed to say moving on, right? <laughs> and I was like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah.